Welcome back to a super fantasy football show. I'm John. And I'm Randy. Randy, how's, how's it going over there in Upper St. Penn Hills? Pretty good, especially after I beat you this week. Yeah, it's, uh, I, well, I, as I was saying to you earlier, I wish I could blame the loss on uh, not having Tyreek Hill and Austin Eckler. But uh, I did the math today, and I can't even I can't even do that in good conscience because I still would have lost. So, uh, you know, you just beat me, plain, plain and simple. And I gotta say, you have two wins in a row for the Brutal Americans. Maybe, uh, maybe pulling an Eric, and uh, you know, starting off own four, and then having the big comeback. What do you think? I'm hoping. I'm hoping I can make a run at this thing and try to squeak on into the playoffs. And I'm thrilled that right now I'm tied with Oink. For the uh, bottom of the barrel. There you go. And with me, too, right? We're all two and four. Oh, yeah. We have a three-way tie for last place. It's fucking embarrassing. Uh, we'll, we'll get into all that a little bit more, because I, th- I think I at least have a decent reason, uh, decent justification for some of that. But um, Oh, uh, well, we didn't get any power rankings yet this week, but I don't know. I think, I think our guest might be the new number one on the power rankings. Matt Chez, owner of the technical fouls. ESPN gave me the nod, flipped me back to number one. So I hope Commissioner Glancy does the same. We'll have to have to wait and see. Because you were you were two on the on the commissioner's power rankings behind Brian. Is that right? Yeah, and I was two in ESPN for a couple weeks now. And then you beat him head to head. I feel like you gotta you gotta go up to number one. We're the experts. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Uh, of, uh, John, not to interrupt you, but please. speaking of uh, Commissioner Glancy and no power rankings this week, oh, yeah. there's a rumor circulating that he still has not paid Brian for his minigame win. He's Are him and Allison in Italy again? <laughs> we need a location on this ASAP. What's today? Tuesday? Are they Paulette Blue having dinner? What are they doing that... <laughs> We need power rankings. We need to pay for the mini games. We did our part. I paid him. You paid him. <laughs> pay the man. Pay the man. I uh, I feel like David's good for it. I, I really do. I I hear what you're saying, but uh, you know, we'll, we'll we'll give another another couple of days. It's only Tuesday. It hasn't been even been 24 watch. hours, huh? I gotta watch bashing the commissioner on here. He'll try to. Kick me out of the league like Goodell kicked out Dan Snyder. <laughs> He's got the list of uh, of your your trades and picks you're giving away, you know, and estimated count. So he slips in a, a first round pick in 2027. No one's going <laughs> to want it. No one's going to think twice. That is so true. That is so true. Um, all right. Well, let's let's get into uh, let's get into last week's games a little bit, and then we'll go over league standings and stuff like that, and then we'll talk mini game. And then we'll get on to picks for next week. How's that sound, fellas? Sounds like a plan. All right. That's great. Uh, Chez, let's, let's start off with your game. Because this was really the game of the week, in my opinion. Uh, two two you know, serious heavyweight contenders, I would say. Um, talk, talk us through this this matchup. Yeah, obviously had this one, one circled as, you know, one versus two. So I was hoping to bring got, got a lot of comfort after... Uh, Early on, Travis Kelsey had a big game Thursday night. Um, he was technically questionable. And then uh, didn't know uh, Baltimore Ravens were playing in London, but uh, Justin Tucker had a big, big morning. So That must have been awesome waking up to 19. Uh, yeah. You're like, oh, well, this is way better than expected. 
my, my move to, to put Kirk Cousins and him up with Addison, the old Tom Haley didn't work out, but uh, only eight per- points from old Kirk, but uh, ended up not cost me. So no problem. Plus uh, McCaffrey, he was hurt. He was kind of in and out of the game against Cleveland in the second half. Oh, right. So big help there. That helped out. But I mean, even even with that, yeah, your quarterback only got nine points and you beat him by 18. So uh, yeah, not, we, not too shabby. trade with uh, Tyree Kill this week and yeah, that was big, big help there. Made a big push. Uh, let's see. Who, let's see who your backup would have been. I guess uh, you probably would have had Michael Pittman in there. I think you still would have won. So that's that's pretty nice. Uh, we'll, we'll get into that trade a little bit later. Uh, Randy, anything else you want to add on that game? I, just, I I was right. I said it last week. It's the year of the technical fouls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, we'll, we'll we'll talk about this a little bit later too. But the uh, the West has been has been floundering a little bit. Um, and that and that includes yeah. Brian. I think two losses in a row for Brian. Uh, but like I said, we'll we'll talk about that a little bit later. Uh, next, let's get to uh, Oink versus Altman and Sons Incorporated. Uh, it, another ass whooping, um, sixty six and a half from Oink, and one and two for Altman and Sons. Um, what, what what do you think about David's team here? Is he because he's been a little up and down, but this is for sure. This is another. Pretty disappointing uh, game out game out of his his boys. He didn't hit on anything. Yeah, I mean Jay Brown for Philly, and that was about it. <laughs> yeah, Justin Fields, I think he's gonna be out for a little while too. Dislocated thumb, I think it is throwing hand. So that's tough. Yeah, his his it team's kind look- of all over the place. Um, it it does look like David left like thirty points on the bench, but mm-hmm. it still wouldn't have been enough to help him. Yeah. Well, he got uh, week one. He only scored seventy three points, but got the win. Then eighty four, eighty nine and a half, and then finally week four, boomed with one fifty one, then one hundred nineteen. So two good weeks in a row, and then back down to sixty six and a half. That's that's a little bit concerning. Those are some pretty low scores. I think Puka is going to have a big drop off too now that Cooper Cup's back. Yeah, that's right. I I didn't think about that too. Yeah, oof. That's that's rough because he was he was a huge pickup for him. Uh, yeah, because was Cooper Cup back this week already? Or is it next? I thought week? he's been back for two. I think this was his second week. I don't. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. All right. Well, let's, how, how did Puka do? Only four points. Ooh, man, that's tough. Okay, got a root for an injury over there, Dave. Don't actually. I, I don't support that. Uh, hey, good for Altman and Sons. Yeah, I was going to say, let's talk about Altman and Sons a little bit. Um, he had a great week. His team's looking pretty solid, 4-2. and two. Uh, CD Lamb, Chris Olave all played really well. Keenan Allen, his top Allen, point yeah. scorer. Bijan still not, not quite racking up the points that people were hoping. Only 9.5 this week. But I don't know. He, I mean, he, he's been playing well. I guess just hasn't had any like massive weeks yet. He's still the eleventh ranked running back in fantasy. I mean, his best week was week two against Green Bay with eighteen points, and then a week four against Jacksonville, fifteen five mm-hmm. or fifteen and a half. But um, yeah, kind of just a middle of the road back. Yeah, Same consistent though. Yeah, consistent. 
Yep. All right. Uh, let's move on. To, sorry, what were you going to say, Randy? Nothing. Nothing. All right, great. Uh, let's move on to Denny Irvine's Gatorade versus Cincinnati Soup Cans. Uh, this is a 30-point-ish win from Denny Irvine, 91.5 to Soup Cans, 63. Um, uh, Tua got 22. Derrick Henry, 17. So that's that's pretty solid for Denny Irvine. Um, not not totally sure what's going on with Diddy's team. I don't know how to read them. They they're very all over the place. Only getting sixty three. Very hot and cold. Yeah. Uh, I guess I guess David Montgomery has probably a lot to do with that. Cause I think he's also very hot and cold. Only getting two and a half this yeah. week. A goose egg from That's the kicker. Cold. I do got a question for you. Yeah, you shoot. didn't make a trade this week. You traded Austin Eckler to Denny Irvine's Gatorade. Do you think mm-hmm. you fleeced them? Uh, I, I don't know. It's, it's his first game back from injury, and Dallas has got a pretty good defense, so I'm not I'm not willing to say that yet, but we'll see. I think you fleeced him. I think you fleeced him. I think you pulled off the Mark Andrews trade of this year. <laughs> not Mark Andrews. Um, uh, the running back in Kansas City. Uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. I think you fleeced him. You got to go by the player that, that was – Yeah. The fleecing. Yeah. The- yeah I, I think you pulled off issues fleece. That move might come back to bite Tommy Gunn in the ass. I don't know. You know, he's thinking about it. They got Kansas City's defense coming up. I'm not I'm not willing to go there yet because, yeah, Dallas has a really good defense. He still put up seven. You know, that's not great, obviously, for what Austin Eckler. What did Tom give you for Austin Eckler? Uh, that's a great question. Well, let's let's get into the trades later because we have a couple okay. big trades to talk about. Okay. Um, but, yes, Tom snuck out with the win. Uh, Jamar Chase, 11 points. So it looks like Jamar Chase has kind of turned it around. He got off to a bit of a slow start this season, I think, but uh, he's been picking it up lately. So could could it be the year for Denny Irvine's Gatorade? I don't know. I feel like they're up there. Nope. <laughs> All right, long lastly. Long way. <laughs> long way. A lot of green if we were playing pool. Um, and let's go to the last game, Iron City, Ollie Fonts. Just not not performing well against the Real Americans. 75 for the Oliphants, 114 for the Red Hot Real Americans, maybe? I don't know. Two wins in a row? We'll, we'll give it to you. We'll give you Red Hot. A couple big days for my boy Adam Thielen. Uh, Raheem Mostert got lucky that uh, A-Chain got hurt. Yep. And uh, uh, Kyron Williams. Kyron Williams, another big week. Yeah, I'm a little concerned, though. In Brock Purdy and Joe Burrow. Oh yeah. I thought, but this was for me. This was Brock's real first uh, slump. Mm-hmm. He's been pretty good all year. Yeah, only seven points from Brock. Yeah. This Four week. weeks in a row, breaking a hundred, Randy. Yeah, we're back. A couple, a couple rough first weeks. There you go. I like it. Um. Yeah. I mean, Raheem Mostert getting thirty-one and a half. That is. That's monster. I don't. I don't really have any answer to that on my squad. Uh, as we've alluded to, I had a couple of big trades this week. Lost a couple really key players on the squad. Um, wouldn't have made a difference this week, but still, I was, it's going to be it's going to be tough to find the identity of this team without those guys. But I'm sure I'll be a little a little higher up in the waiver wire. Get get some some uh, some fighters in there. We'll see. Uh, well, Randy, I, I guess now is as good a time as any to sing the national anthem. When do you want me to do this? 
You want to close with it instead of Glow City, or you want to do it now? You want to I can't it do that. Away? I can't cut Glow City. Are you kidding me? I would love to hear it now, just so everyone listening has to listen through it. <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll I'll keep it under thirty seconds. So I'll, I'll try to keep it to exactly thirty seconds, so you can you can skip ahead pretty quickly. All right. For All those right. of you that don't remember, me and John made a little gentleman's bet that stupid loser bet. The national anthem on the podcast. Yeah, I, I don't know why I agreed to that because who's that fun for? But whatever. So I was practicing Saturday and Sunday, thinking it was going to be me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Glad it's not. <laughs> All right, I need. I, <laughs> this is going to be make Mrs. Story proud, John. Make her proud. <laughs> I unfortunately am going to need to look up the lyrics to the to this song. If you I, cut that out of here, I'm going to be so pissed. No, I won't. I won't. I'll leave it in. I want that tidbit. <laughs> I know the words. I, w- I want that out there. I do know the words. I just, you know, in this setting, I'm going to need them in front of me. All right? This is your Super Bowl, Johnny. Don't fuck it up. All right. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light. Was so proudly we hailed at the twilight's last gleaming, whose bright stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight or the ramparts we watched were so gallantly streaming. Oh, had <laughs> to go low there. Uh, uh. And the rockets' red glare. The bombs bursting in air gave proof through the night that a flag was there. There, boom! Oh, say does that star-spangled banner yet wave o'er the land of the free and the home of the brave? Boom. You did good, buddy. Not too bad. I don't know why I went so low, it but well. it just it just felt right. It just it felt right. Like, have you ever heard of the band Disturbed? <laughs> no. <laughs> they did a cover of that song like "Hello Darkness, My Old Friend." You sound <laughs> just like them. Oh, uh, that's great. Uh, yeah, it's it was very weird. I had to sing like quieter for the microphone, so I wasn't blowing it out. Um, didn't love that experience. Didn't love it, but you know what? You don't like it, then win. I'm curious what your neighbors up upstairs think about you singing the national anthem. I I would be concerned if they weren't, um, what's the play way to put it? So goddamn loud all the time. But I, I do wonder what they thought of that. They probably just turned the news on to make sure like there wasn't a national tragedy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You're just very patriotic. Yeah. Just fucking love my country, man. The U.S. of A. Uh, all right, did we get through all the all the games? I think we did. That was the last one, right? We did. All right, yes. awesome. Let's yep. get into uh, League Pulse a little bit here, and we'll talk about trades. But let's start with the current standings. And I don't think it's too early to mention the the playoff uh, chances of each team. So uh, in first place, we got the technical fouls. Second, running fools, Denier Vines Gatorade, Altman and Sons Incorporated, Cincinnati Soup Cans, Iron City Oliphants, oink, and the Real Americans. Still pulling up the lead, but like I said earlier, red red hot, two wins in a row. 
Um, oh, th this is where I wanted to mention the the West has not had a single no, no team in the West won last week. Um, you can't see it on here, but uh, the Fools are on a two game losing streak. Cincinnati Soupcans just one game losing streak. Ollie Flaunt's two game losing streak, and Oink two game losing streak. Really, really not looking good. Really not representing the West very well over here, fellas. We got to pick it up. And I'm I think just I've said this every year. Yeah, I believe that the championship runs through the East, even though you won last year. Yeah, and Brian I the still year before. Believe that the path. I know you through the East. Yeah, um, I, I I think this year you, if I I would say my top three teams are. In no particular order. The Fools, the Fouls, and the Gatorade. I'd agree with that statement. I think I think those are the teams I like the most. Um, the Technical Fouls have a 90% chance to make the playoffs, followed by Denny Irvine's Gatorade 81, Running Fools 74, and Altman and Sons Incorporated 69. Nice. And then so on and so forth. Um so, uh, so let's let's get into to uh, those trades because there were there were some big ones this week, um, and we got two two of the the big trades um, owners on this podcast. So let's get into it. Chez, tell tell us about our trade. Uh, so you had reached out preliminary with the initial contact. It was uh, always for Tyree Kill, which was uh, what I was looking for. Just upgrade, get another solid. Wide receiver one. Um, he's obviously the number one ranked receiver. Mm -hmm. I believe the initial plan was for it to be in a way that was not technically a, a loaner deal, mm -hmm. where essentially you would I would get Tyreek for the rest of the year plus some picks, uh, or then you, you would get picks and have the option to select one player from my roster before I select any keepers. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's uh, right. I think in that scenario for to, to qualify for not being a loaner. Tyreek would have been essentially a protected player on my team that you couldn't select back. Um, right. Which was a deal breaker for you. So then we went with the, the classic loaner deal for, for Tyreek. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I was... ended up being a one in a three... Or one in a... One in a, yeah. we're, five, we're one in a six, and then it becomes one in two if I win the championship. Okay. Okay, cool. Yeah, I still like that deal. I'm still good with it. So, so how this happened was it was, what, like Wednesday night or something... Um, I was having a nice relaxing night and I just got really into fantasy for a little bit and I wanted to make some, I, I was kind of ready to tank, um, for, for better or worse, uh, not tank, but just, you know, start preparing for next season. Wasn't liking my squad this year as much as last year and definitely compared to some of the other guys. I felt like I, I felt like I could make the playoffs and once you're in the playoffs, it's anyone's it's anyone's game, you know. I could have made some noise, but I just didn't love the odds. So I thought, why not, you know, try to get some get some value out of these guys now. Um, so actually, I texted Brian first. He was my first contact. I was going to make a blockbuster trade with him. I was going to send him Tyreek Hill and Austin Eckler, <laughs> and um, I was gonna I was gonna get. Um, what, I think like a one and a two next year and then a one in the following year. 
And it was going to be the same thing that I would pick two players from his team to be my keepers. Um, and obviously his team is like fucking stacked. So I thought that was a, that'd be a good way to get a couple younger keepers on my roster. And I also wanted to do that to kind of, uh, try to force Chez and Tom's hand a little bit. Um, to just be like, Hey, I'm, if you don't take this deal, I'm giving them to your main competitor. Uh, I don't think I, I don't think I had to bring that up with you, Chez. You were, you were a pretty fair trade partner, but Tom, I had to, I did needle him a little bit. <laughs> Um, John, you must be watching season suits or season eight of Suits, dude. I was like, I was <laughs> just like, just happened, just happened. My mind Something was like very similar to what you were. <laughs> I was just, you know, seeing every angle. It was, it was an incredible experience. Um, so that, so that was, that was, that was my plan B. He was my backup because I didn't want to trade with Brian. Obviously, give him two more studs, and then. Um, and then I just kind of started fishing through to see where I could get uh, get the best deal. Actually, texted Austin and or no, not Austin, uh, Eric and um, Eric and Dave about Austin Eckler. They wouldn't go for it. And then I got to Tom, and I felt like I got a, a pretty good deal out of Tom. So, um, so that's how those trades went down. And they, you know, they changed a little bit, but um, pretty pretty happy with them. Really excited for next year, and hope hoping to play spoiler this year. Maybe get really lucky. Yeah, I was happy with you. I feel like that got like the best. Seemed like looking at the other rosters and who might decide to tank, you know, trade away players this week. I think Tyreek Hill was probably the best available from any of those potential rosters. So yeah, with that. and that that is a loaner deal, and I'm he's the player that I would most want back between him and Austin Eckler. I'm a little worried about Austin Eckler after his injury this year, and he's like 28, 29, yeah. and he's at. I was wishing our uh, our deal ended up not being the loner, so that you would select one of my players and you would take Saquon because I don't think I have the heart to not have him as a keeper, but he's definitely leaning towards not with always getting hurt. So. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I can do that though for personal reasons. <laughs> yeah, I I totally get that. I I wasn't really sure. I don't think I'm not. I was kind of eyeing Travis Etienne on your on your squad actually, because he's he's a nice young running back. But I don't know. I'm happy to get Tyreek Hill back. That'll be good. John, yeah. I have some confusion. How is your deal with Tom any different from the original deal with Chez you tried to do? Um, it looks like, based off the pictures, you and Chez's deal was a loner deal, but yours mm-hmm. and Tom was a straight trade. Correct. So I. It's I still get to pick one of his players, but I can't pick Austin Eckler or Jamar Chase. He put a I let him protect Jamar Chase because the deal wouldn't go through if he wasn't protected. So, so I'm really hoping Devon Achan is really fucking good. <laughs> okay, intrigued. So, so yeah, and I was thinking I, I thought I liked that deal mostly so I could get new players, um, and then I thought it would allow other people to still get a loaner, which is like a pretty huge, pretty huge benefit. But yeah, the, the, uh, Texas commish, he said no deal on that, on that wording. So had to adjust a little bit. Looks like you guys priced me out of the loaner market this year. I don't have any uh, first and second round picks. So, uh, <laughs> well, I guess I'm out. 
if you if you just go far enough in the future there's always more picks to give no you're only allowed to trade two years out is that a rule yeah we changed that it was the The randy rule i called it the randy rule he was just dead to mess with me i thought we voted that down Mm -mm. that's okay oh interesting now everyone it got approved the randy rule I'll have to look. I don't even know if I have any 2025 picks to trade. <laughs> oh, my God. You are incredible. That's the draft board. Yeah, it's got to be in here. Yeah, ch- check it out. We got time. Uh, trades. So I don't have a 2024 first-round pick. Eric has that. Okay. Um, Brian... Oh, I got back my second round pick. So I have that. But Brian still has my third round. I have no idea how to read this. So I think trade 25 picks. Oh, sorry, say that again? I could trade my 2025 picks. Okay. All right. Well, there you go. See? You're back in it. You might have to give up a little bit more for that uh, that long-term deal, but you could do it. I'm trying to. Oh, and I can give Josh Allen back. I forgot about that. I can give uh, Brian my second round pick back for Josh Allen if I want him. Oh, is that is that the case? Wait, so explain that. Part of the deal. What? Wait, can you explain that part of the deal? So part of the deal was Brian sent me back the pick that I traded him last year. Mm-hmm. So when I sent him Josh Allen, the deal was I could give Brian that pick back at the end of the year to keep Josh Allen next year. That way Brian couldn't just cut him or keep him or my close personal friend. I just can't leave him in the uh, dust like that. Okay. All right. Well, that's, that's nice. That's nice to have that option. Um, Oh, and uh, while we're talking about trades, the trade deadline is the 25th of this month, so only only like a week away as you're listening to this, and I'm I'm honestly glad about that. I thought it was like later November, and then as as soon as I made the trades, as soon as they went through, I was like, "Damn, did I did I pull the trigger too early?" And I might have, but you know, it's it's only still another week left. You got so. yourself a week. You got another week to make another trade if you're not feeling. Yeah, exactly happy about it. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see if uh, this trade deadline is as crazy as the, the last one. I hope it is, because I feel like we, this... we were getting trades during the podcast. We couldn't even keep up with it. That was a bonanza. <laughs> it was so insane. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to like make sure to like block off some huge chunks of my calendar on Wednesday. Is it? Yeah, yeah. It'll be next Wednesday at work, just so I can like read fantasy stuff. <laughs> But yeah, all right. Um, I think that about does it for the league, Paul. So let's get to the mini game of the week, if that's cool with you guys. Anything else to add in that last section? All right, cool. Um, so the mini game this week. This is a fun one, I think. Uh, it's a you're playing blackjack with a running back and wide receiver combo. So you have to try to get as close to twenty one without going over by picking a running back and a wide receiver. Do I have that right, Randy? You do. 
So that's that's very interesting. I didn't I didn't notice the um, only running back and wide receiver um, part before. I thought it was just any player. So I was like trying to think of a quarterback because quarterbacks usually get around twenty one, but quarterbacks are off the table. Only running back and wide receiver. So what do you think? What do you think the strategy? Hmm? It's going to be, I, I like it. I think it's going to be one of the tougher mini games we've had. Yeah. Do you, do you think classic blackjack rules, right? You bust, you bust. It's not just, yeah. Close, just um, but David, since he's the dealer, he can get to 22 without going over. Kind of start with that. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. That was such a stupid rule. That is such a dumb rule. That's infuriating. Um, but yeah, so I'm trying to decide. I almost feel like it'd be better to like pick one good player who's going to get a decent amount of points, hopefully not too much, and then just like a shitty player. Or do you go like two like mid-range players? My strategy was going to be pick like a top-tier receiver that you know is going to get at least like 18, 19, 20 points. Mm-hmm. And then like pick Anthony McFarlane, like the third string Steelers running back. That you know is going to get zero. Okay, so you're you're thinking just try to pick one player to get close to twenty one. That's what I how I was looking at it. Right. I don't know. I, for me, it's going to be too tough to. I don't know. I don't, I don't, know I don't hate that. I don't hate that strategy. Because or vice versa, you can do it with a running back. Like you, you, pick two, you pick two, you you run a risk of one of them getting hot, and then you you go over. But you do the one and. You know, you pick someone who you could think, okay, maybe we'll get 20, 21. If not, then maybe 16, 17. Then you're, you're in the mix of other people. Right. Over. Yeah. That's interesting. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to think about that a little bit. I'm not totally sure. I don't know. I don't know if that's, uh, I don't know if David will allow that, but I'm assuming. I can't find the text for the fucking life of me for some reason. I've been texting like a billion people today for some fucking reason. Okay, here we go. Uh, this week, blackjack pick and Running back, wide receiver combo, closest to 21 points, combined points without going over wins. Yeah. So, interesting. And uh, I assume get get that in by Thursday to him and $10, but not until he I'm pays not Brian. I'm not money until he pays Brian. <laughs> David, uh, I'm fucking with you. I'm sorry, bud. Yeah, kick him out of the league, Dave. No, no. <laughs> I would love for whoever comes in as his replacement and realizes they have like no first round picks for <laughs> three years. Yeah, we had a hard enough time getting getting uh, Didiana to join, and he had like carte blanche. Me and Austin will start our own two man league, <laughs> and you all wish you'd join. Oh man, you guys have heard of the Bill Simmons fantasy league where they kick someone out every year. Is oh. that the one that uh, uh, Ham is in? Yeah, John Ham. He's in it too. Yeah, uh, but yeah. So the winner of the league every year gets to kick someone out, but you can't tell them until like right before the draft. So they have to like show up prepared, get all set up and everything, and then you kick someone out. Listening to John Ham talk about it, where he's like. I was running late. I was in a meeting. I got to the draft like two minutes before it starts. I set up my laptop. I had my notes all out. And they're like, yeah, buddy, close up shop. You're out. <laughs> right out. He'd, he'd come from filming Mad Men. And like, I don't know who else is in this league, but like, 
it, it like just imagine like if uh, when Didiano gets realtor famous when he's on uh, selling Sunset and he's like super famous. Imagine just like kicking him out of the league, like the most famous person in in your fantasy league, and you just kick him out. It's cold blooded. Not a bad idea. I could I could be into it. Honestly, like taking a year off of fantasy would I feel like yeah, do but wonders you know what? for me. It gives you an incentive to not tank. Well, I I mean not necessarily. No, no, no. I'm saying, not you specifically. I'm just saying in general. Like if you're at the bottom, mm-hmm. it gives you an incentive. Like if if we did it where you cut the last place team. Oh yeah. It gives everyone that's at the bottom an incentive to keep trying, keep like to not be in last. Or if you're Austin, it gives you incentive to. <laughs> I think we should do this, but we're all protected because we're like OG from Dave's old old league way yeah. back. <laughs> If you've won a championship, you're protected. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I love it. Yeah, I've not protected because he's won like four or three. <laughs> he's won too many. He's won too many. He's not protected anymore. <laughs> oh man. All right. Uh, well, let's get to uh, let's let's get to next week's games first, and then we'll we're going to do one more quick other segment after that. But. Um, We'll we'll start off with uh, I don't know, Randy. You want to kick us off? The Real Americans versus the Cincinnati Soup Cans. While I pull up my notes, do I need to even say it, Johnny? Yeah, you do. It's the battle for the basement. <laughs> uh, the basement. That's that's harsh for the the soup cans. Oh shit! I got a bunch of buys. I need to get uh, Tinker in here. <laughs> Oh, damn, I was going to take myself, but I don't know. I got to look. Uh, I'm going to tinker like a Tom Haley, and uh, I get working on it. I'm taking myself. I got to win. It's a must win. I got to keep the train rolling. And we, we, we got to make a playoff push here. Okay, so you're, you're still thinking playoffs. I'm still thinking playoffs. Season ain't over. I got six weeks to write this ship. Well, I... Yeah, I'm looking at your buys, and I'm not a believer in the real Americans. And the soup cans are so hot and cold. I th- I feel like next week they're going to be pretty hot. Although they need to replace T Higgins and DeAndre Hopkins, so that's that's pretty tough. But maybe you're hoping Ramondre Stevenson is decent again. I'm putting Brandon Ayuk back in the lineup too. Nothing wrong with that. So yeah, I like it. I'm going to get soup cans. Chez, what do you think? I'm going Real Americans in a close one. The hot streak continues. Uh, David Montgomery's questionable. I think he has a rib injury, so he's probably one of those, even if he plays, probably on limited, uh, limited carries. So he's kind of been there. You know, when he's hot, they're hot. When he's cold, they're cold. So I'm going to take the, the Americans for that. All right, cool. Let's move on to Denny Irvine's Gatorade versus Oink. Denny Irvine projected 104 to Oinks 76.8. Um, I don't see any buys in Oinks lineup, although Justin Fields is listed as doubtful right now. So um, he's he's been a pretty big producer for them lately. I'd be a little concerned about that. Well, I, I guess other than the four points last week, but before that, 32 and 27. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm hoping Austin Eckler heats up a little bit more. And Jalen Hurts, I think, is you know good enough to lead any team. 
Devontae Adams. I'm, I'm taking Denier Ryan's Gatorade in this one. Randy, how about you? I, I got to get back to the matchups. Bear with me, Johnny. Um, <laughs> Chaz, you want to take over? Take over, Chaz. Yeah. Come on. Randy. I'll, I'll also go with Denny Irvine. Just top to better. Top to bottom. Better team. Justin Fields being out. Um, Josh Jacobs has been terrible this year. And like I said, Cooper Cup being back. I don't think Puka is going to have those big, crazy games like he's had so far. So I'm with Denny. All right. I like it. Randy, it are you ready for us? Job. It hurts me to say it. I'm going to take Denny Irvine's Gatorade. Wow. Is that is that your first time this year? It's, I think it's the first time the whole season. Wow. Oh, my gosh. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take him. Watch this be the week he lets me down. <laughs> Wait, while, while we're on the subject of Denny Irvine's Gatorade, Chez, you know the story? <laughs> I think this is okay to say on the podcast. You know the story of Tom uh, making out with someone at at the uh, – at his mom's box for yeah, the uh, box. You yeah. and were at the pit game with us. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. So I I got like the full story on it uh this weekend at the pit game and it is so fucking funny. I wanted to have you have you listened to the podcast serial? Yes. Yeah. I want to do like a serial style uh off season podcast about this situation because it's like so many layers to it it is so fucking funny so i think uh i think i'm going to do that in the off season honestly i look forward to it with with my team in the shape that it is i might just do it mid-season and just say screw you guys i'm, I'm doing what i want you know what? his mother might be down to be interviewed for it i that would be so amazing we get kelly on too we need like I'm sure I could the person I, I could get like reported to his mom. mom, right? Like that was yeah, yeah, yeah for his mom. Yeah, the person who Tom made out with uh, worked, I think, directly for his mom. But maybe there's someone in between. Did Tom say that the woman didn't know that she was his son, or he was her son? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. She thought, or I guess other like employees thought that Tom was just like a random like. <laughs> person at the game that just snuck into the box okay yeah i feel like i kind of remember him saying something like that they didn't realize that that was mrs haley's son and yeah and then she had the audacity to walk up to tom's mother and say wait, wait, wait. Oh, your you're, a good kisser. you're giving away too much you're giving away too I'm much <laughs> we got a whole podcast so we're going to talk about it but yeah that that did happen um it's an it's an incredible story i feel like tom always gives like just like the super high level details of stories. And then after a while you sit down, like once you start asking questions, it's like, oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. You didn't tell me that. That's crazy. So Tom brings out the main course. He doesn't give you all the sides to go with it. What the hell? Yeah, that's a pretty good way of putting it. I'll take that. Um, Damn good way of putting it. <laughs> anyway, all right. So yeah, we'll look look out for that later, either later this year or in the spring or something. Um, but in the meantime, let's get to Running Fools versus Altman and Sons Incorporated. Randy, I know you don't have your your little fucking thing up. Chez, kick us off, will you? Gonna be the closest game this week. Running Fools uh, right the ship in a close one. Um, I don't know why or how, but I think, I think they'll get it together. They're just too good of a team to lose three straight, I think. 
Yeah. Are we are we sold on Altman and Sons? Are they good? I, I don't I, quite yeah, remember. This is the biggest fringe team. I think this this game is going to decide if he's going to try and go. You know, if he wins, I think he's going to make a move, be a buyer, try and go all in. Mm -hmm. And I think if he loses, he'll be he'll be selling in uh, but tanking like like last year. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's let's talk about Altman Sons Incorporated a little bit. Uh, they are four and two. Got off to a hot start. Three and zero. Oh, then. Uh, Obviously lost two and then have now won a game to bring them four and two. But uh haven't haven't looked outstanding the past three weeks. And I would say um four out of six, maybe, haven't really looked incredible. Uh had an eighty-three and a half point win in that week one, and then one twenty-three, one thirty-one and a half, you think, okay, they're legit. And then back down to eighty-four and a half and a loss. 97 and a half and then 102 for the win. But, you know, 102 points, that's that doesn't inspire confidence. Does it? I don't think so. Randy? Look, Brian is 1 and 2 against the East in the last 3 weeks. That's a good point. That's a good and I point. said it before. The path to the championship goes through the East. And I think Eric beats him. I think it's going to be close. But I don't think Brian can compete in the East. <laughs> don't move back, Brian. Don't move back to Pittsburgh. You're not uh, jumbling up our uh Oh, division. yeah, our divisions. Um, you stay west of Pittsburgh. <laughs> I... uh, I'm going to take the South Fools. Or not, whoa, 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 not the Fools. I'm going to take Altman and Sons. Incorporated. Altman and Sons for the win. Altman and Sons Incorporated for the win. Okay, well, I I feel like I've been talking shit on Altman and Sons. Um, and I don't know that that's fair. You know, Bijan, I, th I think, didn't have an incredible week last week. You know, maybe he he picks it up a little bit here. Jameer Gibbs, um, I think, has been a little bit up and down as well. Uh, actually, no, he's been right around six to eight points a week. So I don't, I don't love that. Keenan Allen, though, is a beast. Zay Flowers on Almond and Sons. I just, you know, they just don't match up to the other squad. It's it's so hard to pick against Running Fools, I think. Josh Allen, Christian McCaffrey, Kenneth Walker, Amon Ra, Cooper Cup, Hunter Henry, Calvin Ridley. Oh, and by the way, Justin Jefferson on IR and... um. And Tony Pollard on a bye week. Like, that's just crazy. So I, I think I'm going with the Fools. I'm taking the Fools. It's a, it's a tough one, though. I do think it'll be close, but I'm going with the Fools. Uh, and then lastly, our matchup of the week, the technical fouls versus the Iron City Oliphants. Uh, Randy, why don't you kick us off? My pick needs no introduction. I've been saying it all year. They're a team of destiny. It is the year of the technical fouls. I'm taking the technical fouls all the fucking way. Sorry, John. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. I, you know, I understand. The uh, the Oliphants have been going through some changes. It's um, it's it's been a learning curve. Last week was pretty rough. Not gonna lie. Um, and then this week facing my former player. That's that's gonna hurt. That's tough. 
the technical fouls have a hell of a squad. I agree, Randy. I think it's the year of the technical fouls. I really do. Justin Herbert, Travis Etienne, DeAndre Swift being fucking baller this year, kind of out of nowhere. Um, and then, of course, Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, Saquon. They're, they're, they're a tough squad. I'm not going to lie. But I made those trades last week, and I'm tanking. Yeah, my team's not good, but I'm not I'm not giving up, okay? I'm bringing my A game. I want to be a fighter. The, we, we got a squad of a, a bunch of fuckers. They're, they're ready. They're hungry. They're not giving up. They want this championship. I'm taking the Iron City Oliphants in an upset against my old player, Tyreek Hill. How about that, Matt? <laughs> I'll be more mistaken. Tyreek Hill will be the difference in this game. You had him, maybe, maybe, but with him over here on the technical fouls, no way. I have no uh, no significant bye weeks this week. Just Garrett Wilson's out, but it gets, I got Tyreek Hill. Stephon Diggs. It's it's going to be probably the, the widest margin victory. I mean, I, I don't oh, look at any other game and see which one could be wider. So um, widest margin of victory. Highest points of the, the week, again, from the technical fouls coming up. Uh, it's going to be another W. You son of a bitch. I, I can't. I'm going to. You guys can have me on next week. I'll pick myself against the other podcast says Randy and the Real Americans. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, shit. I'm, I'm going to. We'll, we'll see. All right. We'll see. I like it. Um, we'll see what happens in that one. Um, yeah. And yeah. I think this is where the league is really going to start kind of taking shape and excited to see it. So. Uh, lastly, it is wedding week for Austin and Miranda. So I thought we'd talk about the wedding stuff a little bit. Um, what's, I want one piece of advice from everyone for, uh, guests going to this wedding. What, what's your advice? What, what would you say? I'll, I'll start us off because that's kind of out of nowhere and I just threw it on you guys. Um, so I would say my strategy at weddings and it's controversial. Um, don't focus too much on the food. Have have a have a have a taste of what you want. Um, you know. You, you see mac and cheese bites. Eat mac and cheese bites. Obviously, you got to do that. Um, you see some pasta that looks really good. Have a couple of bites of pasta. You don't want to fill up at weddings. That's the biggest mistake. You fill up. You can't dance. Dancing's the fun part. You can't drink. Drinking is the fun part. Have a little taste of food and then go party. That's that's my strategy at weddings. So that's that's what I would tell people to do. Randy, what do you like to my, do? My advice? Oh, yeah. Stick, stick with one one drink. Pick, come in with a game plan of what you're going for. Mm-hmm. Mine, you know, it's going to be a game time decision. Do I go gin and tonic or do I go tequila soda? I don't know. Either way, I'm going to have that. I'm going to be having that all night. Okay. Um, I like or that. if not... Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, you just gotta don't, don't be mixing it up just because it's an open bar. You can try different things, then you just you can feel you can feel like shit. You know, yeah. pick one, stick with it. So, sorry, Randy, what'd you say? No, no, I said I like that. It's a good one. I like that. Yeah, one pony all night. One pony, one all, pony night. all night. Do we know the bar situation? Like, is it beer wine? Is it beer wine liquor? Just liquor. It's just beer wine. I'm going white wine, I think, instead of beer. But it's just Ooh. beer, I'll go beer. That's that's how I'm. I got my A, B, and C plan. So okay, I like that. The the white it's wine. It's a cash bar, but why don't you take my card so I can just go home? Wait, what did you say? 
if, if it's a cash bar, can one of you take my card into the uh, reception and just drop it off so I can just go home if it's a cash bar? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we can do that. No problem. I uh, love it. Uh, Randy, any advice for uh, for people going to the wedding? This is for like the relatives, the, the friends that don't know a lot of people at the wedding. Don't be afraid to dance and let loose. Yes. Nothing worse than you go to a wedding and everyone's sitting there. Everyone's real shy and timid. Don't want to get oh, up. Yeah. You know, finish your meal and grab another drink. Get out there. Let loose. Mm -hmm. I've, I've been to two weddings where it was like, very disappointing the dancing scene um and I, I won't name drop but one was like a very conservative family and like the their brothers were groomsmen and they were younger they were like probably like high school age but they didn't hit the dance floor once all night and it's like guys what are you doing you're not too cool for this and the the other one i, I guess i will name drop this one alexa's friend's wedding not a great wedding. Like people like sat down or just like went outside and drank all night, which would, you know, that part's fine. You need that. But like not a single person danced basically. It was incredible. I mean, I was kind of glad because I didn't feel like dancing, but it was, it was weird. It was like a very country wedding. There were like several people or people wearing like a, like trucker hats, you know? And like cowboy shirts, so. Um, Look, I, you're not too cool to get up there and do the macarena, participate in the electric slide. I don't care if you don't know the moves. No mm -hmm. one's looking at you. Yeah, you're that's, there. You're all there to celebrate the bride and the groom. You're there to have a good time. Let loose. That's great. That's great advice, Randy. Grab the flower girl. Get her dancing. Go find the mother of the bride. Don't linger too long. Where the father of the bride comes and yells at you, but <laughs> maybe maybe grab an aunt, a distant aunt. Grabbing yeah, an aunt is always a great move. Grabbing an aunt or grandmother is a great move. Very classy. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, lastly, let's do let's do give a little marital advice to the bride and groom. <laughs> Very excited to hear Randy's, and we we can take a minute to think about it because I'm not really sure what my advice would be. Chez, you're married. You got to have something. Is this marital advice like for for marriage, or like for your wedding, like yeah. advice for on yeah. your wedding day, like what you should? Oh, let's do on your wedding day, or like in general. I don't know. What, what do you guys want to do? Make it your own. If, whatever you want, I don't care. I just made this up. Jess, you gotta have some for, for the day of. What, what's what's your day of, yeah. day of. Uh, day of, I would say definitely. Just remember, everyone's there for you, and you're the guest to honor. You're not. The host, you don't have to feel like you need to like do things to to please other people. It's you guys' day. Everyone's there for you. Just don't 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 lose sight of that, and you'll have a, have a good time. Okay, I like it. I like it. Uh, what, what was your strategy as far as like drinking at your wedding? Were you were you trying to like keep it chill, like not get too crazy till later? What did you do? Um, I didn't really have it. so. I would say just don't go too too hard before like in the like. You know, we drank a little bit in the room, getting ready and stuff, but not don't go too much then. And then at the actual wedding, um, it's kind of well, I feel like it happened like naturally. Like, didn't drink too much at the beginning, just because it was, you know, doing photos with Kate, photos with the family. Then uh, wasn't really at all cocktail hour. You know, just talking right into like during dinner and right after dinner, so that it was like you just kind of drink you know more towards the end. So that just kind of happened. Um, 
Austin and Merv, tell us, tell us what drinks you want us to have. We see you with an empty hand. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll run you some drinks. Let us know. Definitely. We, we can be drink That's runners all, all night. That was like, that was an awesome thing. Like, there was, um, I don't know, just some random people were like, brought me drinks at different times and it was like really nice because like i can't like get away from whatever i had to do yeah at that moment so yeah that was nice that's a great move that's that's a veteran move all right randy uh we won't make you do advice since neither of us are married so what the fuck do we know uh but do, do you want to give us a little, little preview or did, did you have something you want you want to say i i did have something okay well let's hear it i'm sorry just because they're getting married <laughs> love her the same way you have been even after that's beautiful i don't know if that makes any fucking sense but it did in my head i like it that's good. I, yeah I, I think that's i think that's lovely i thought you were going to say don't forget where you came from we loved you <laughs> well, first I, look i'll say the same thing i've told katie the same thing i told <laughs> megan the same thing i told Liv. if she breaks his fucking heart i will kill her <laughs> I love it. And I stand by that. <laughs> that's amazing. Oh, man. Well, let's call it there. That's that's the perfect ending. Uh, excited for the wedding. Excited to hang out with you guys. Um, it'll be a good time. Getting the band back together. Getting the band back together. All right, boys. Chess, thanks for hopping on. It was great talking with you. That's all we got. Best of luck to everyone this week, especially Austin and except for Matt Chess. This has been a super fancy football show. We'll be back next week. I think we'll see about that. But until then, I've seen in the South Side. Ooh, take us out, Glow City. <laughs> <laughs>